Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's podcast is sponsored by Surfshark VPN. Now, as our carbon footprint gets bigger, as our internet footprint gets bigger, we're surfing the web more than ever. We need proper security. And that's where Surfshark come in. They encrypt all your data, making you extra secure, keeping you safe, stopping those unwanted people, people we don't like, don't want, seeing our information from doing that. They can't see it thanks to Surfshark VPN. It's not just that as well. Many streaming services are restricted. You know what it's like. You want to watch something, but you can only watch it in a certain country. You want to watch your favorite show. You want to go on Amazon. You want to go on certain streams. You want to go and watch your favorite podcast, but you can't because it's country restricted. Well, Surfshark VPN allows you to log on and then put which country you want to be from. Great, I imagine if we could do that in real life. So now that we're allowed to go abroad as well, because, you know, COVID restrictions have been lifted, fingers crossed they stay like that, we can go abroad. But when we go abroad, we might not be able to watch some of our favourite UK shows because we're abroad, we're not in the UK. If we're in the UK, we'll be able to watch them, but some of them, they're restricted, so you can only watch them in the UK. Does that make sense? But don't worry, Surfshark VPN have got you covered. By using Surfshark, you can go wherever you want on your rolls, and then log in as though you're from the UK and watch all your favorite UK streaming services. So you've got security, you can go abroad and watch services that are usually restricted to the UK, or you can be in the UK and watch services that are streamed in different countries. So you're able to watch your favorite shows, your favorite football matches, and also your favorite podcasts. Although if you've got a podcast that is, isn't the Palette Podcast and it's your favorite, we're going to have words. And it's not just that. There's an 83% discount. There's a link in the description. And using the code PADDOCK, you get 83% off. You get three months for free. And you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. <sighs> this sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? But it's not. It's actually happening. Terms and conditions apply. Check it out. Keep yourself safe. Watch your favorite streaming services using the code PADDOCK. Link in the description. You know it makes sense. No, they shouldn't. Thank you. Good night. Don't forget to subscribe. Oh, more? We're going to elaborate on this? I think we've covered it. Fine. 
Right, well, that's Stephen Allison, in case you didn't know. I'm Jay Martin. You know the question. He's just answered it. Should players apologise for mistakes? Fucking sick of it, Jay. I am. I'm bored Since of it. Since when did players have to give statements for losing a match? Am I happy we've lost a match, Jay? No, I'm not. No, I'm not either. But does Bruno Fernandes posting a statement that says, no excuses for my penalty miss today. I'm my biggest critic. But in fact, I'm not going to read it all because it's too long to read. Look, there it is on my laptop there. You can see. It's like four paragraphs of explanation to a guy that scored 21 out of 23 penalties for Manchester United in two and a half years. How many years. goals and assists he had? I think, is it 30 goals or something in the Premier League and 19 assists or something stupid? It's almost a goal and assist in a game. Like one of the I'd other have games. so much respect for him if he put, hey, if you're a so-called United fan that's yeah. tweeted me after missing that penalty, you'd be relegated if it weren't for me. Yeah. You set of dicks. Exactly. Uh, do you know what though? Look the Reds. Yeah, damn right. Because... <laughs> Jesse did it, didn't he? Or Jesse's team did it after he gave the ball away against young boys. Then United do this thing where they jump on it themselves. And United's social it. media in the last 12 months or so is wetter than a shark's arsehole. You see, this is the thing. This is what gets to me. It's not just the, the players' teams doing it. Because I don't think Bruno Fernandes has got home and rolled out. I don't for one minute think he's gone. Do you know what I need to do? I need to write out a tweet. Hang on a minute, let me just do this. He's not, has it? You know, it's proper as well. They do it in notes and screenshot yeah. it. He's not done that, has it? Come on. I fucking hope not. Yeah, someone's done it for him, right? And he's obviously approved it. And then the club do this thing where they show, as you can see, what well, you can see behind us, the, the replies from his teammates that are like, love arts and, you know, well done, keep going. And, you know, we've got you, bro, and all this. And it's just like, it's cringe. It's the sort of thing that we take the McCart Scousers for. Yeah, it's Scouse. It is. You'd be like, look at these. It's literally an adjective Sad that we use. Muppets. It's Scouse. Yeah, look at him. Oh, this means more and all that drivel. Look at him. And now we're doing it. We're doing that sort of thing. We've run a poll, as you can see there, Stephen. Um, should should they apologise? If you can see that. I just wondering what the third one was. I'm not bothered. Yeah, I love that. I love that people <laughs> have actually po re replied as, as the option of I'm not bothered. Hi, we'd like to conduct a survey on you. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> Do you A, B, or C, not asked, C? What were the options again? Always the same. Um, yeah, so over, well, let's just call it two-thirds of you say no need to apologise. Do you know what? If he missed a penalty in a cup final, I wouldn't expect an apology. I know he's gutted. Right. If Bruno Fernandes climbed into the crowd and battered someone, I wouldn't expect an apology. I want, listen, not every arse whooping falls out of the sky. You know yeah, this. Exactly. So, what were the circumstances of the arse whooping? Someone ran down four flights of stairs and said, early bath for you. After a red card. Hmm. Is he well within his rights to kick seven shades of shite out of him? Hmm. Yeah. Right, there you go then. Listen, I don't... Um, I'll get to that in a minute. Good point. I don't. Like someone gives you shit when you've got your first gig in how many months, isn't it? It's, yes. Imagine <laughs> yeah. that happened. Yes. You knock fuck out of them. Yeah. Imagine. Yes, because that's all we can do is imagine it. Um, yeah. So two thirds of you are normal. Not saying you're abnormal if you vote the other way, but yeah, I'm with you. Um, a third. Five point eight percent of people. Third of you like, not yes, bothered. I want an do you know what? I, I can kind of get that as well. I'm not bothered. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with not being bothered. And. The, the 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 one in twenty saying 
they should apologize. I'm sorry. I'm just not with you. I don't think it achieves anything. I just don't get it. I don't think that a player, especially someone like Bruno Fernandes, who took us from six points off fourth. I don't know my point over there. That's six points off fourth, apparently. Six points off fourth to second, right? <laughs> We're on a record-breaking run when he arrived. He scored practically a goal or got us a goal. Has he lost an away game yet? I don't think he has. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> and he's saying sorry because he's missed one penalty out of 23 or whatever it is. Oh, all. getting a fucking Come pin. on, man. Like, honestly, it's like the same with Jesse. When Jesse did it, I was like, bro, you don't need to apologise. And now he, Bruno's doing it. And it's like the club are jumping all over it. And club saying, probably love it. Yeah, it's United. engagement for him and they, they love that shit. Literally get on fucking phone calls and tell you about the engagement they had. Literally tell you about the engagement they had on a fucking tweet about Nob, uh, Nobby Styles passing away. You what? There was one, the one about Get Klopp as a well. a fucking grip, lads. Hey, the engagement they had on one about Klopp. It's like, no one wants to, no one wants to hear that. No one cares. Is right. Here is Steve. I've got Super Chats here, by the way, yeah. Steve's free to advice to United social media team. Win the fucking lot. Watch how much engagement you get on that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> the great, yeah. it, 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 I'll write it for you. 2024, we've just won the fucking lot, right? And I mean the lot. Right. Like the Scousers doing, they... But they did it that over multiple seasons, but in one. Yeah. Right? The lot. Is that even we've a won. thing? Can you do that? I just made it up. Right. We even won the League Cup. Yeah. The lot. Right. right? And then you tweet, the greatest of English football, we've won the fucking lot. Breaks in. Send. Breaks in. Watch how many retweets it gets. Thank I, you. Do you know what I think you should do? I think you should teach them a lesson <laughs> on social. You know, I let think me you do should do something. Let me do a take. Yeah. I'll reply as well. Yeah. Where you go right. Ollie out. Fuck you. Fight me. Next. <laughs> this is not one. They might lose one or two sponsors. I'm not going to lie to you. And out Zidane. There's more. <laughs> they might never be able to work with certain people again. But think of the numbers. Um, Peter Kelly says, the result, the result, I'm just making up words now. The result, the result. Well, no, uh, Thing that they used to play the South African World Cup. That was Vuvuzelas. I you hated them, didn't you? Yeah. I loved it when I, I was over there, and I well got into it. At first, I was you like, still on the gear. <laughs> it's none of your business. <laughs> there we go. Vuvuzelas for sniffheads. <laughs> Crack on. <laughs> didn't have to use my nose, so it's mine. <laughs> 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 right. Peter Kelly says the result was brutal, but can I give a shout out to my taxi driver? My flight was delayed on Saturday and got into the taxi at 1210 in Manchester Airport and the driver got us there for kickoff. Nice one, although he probably did you a disservice getting you there for kickoff. Probably would have been better not getting you there at all. It was awful. Uh, Andrew Naker says, just hearing Ollie speak just gets me down. He's a club legend, but a four out of ten manager. Steve, you better have, well, it's Stephen or Steve, just for reference. You better have been tough with Rio on five. Joel was right last week on Rio being too soft. No, on he Ollie. wasn't. Right. I don't want to turn this into a vibe with five thing, but address that message because I don't there even you know what, uh, what. No, he fucking wasn't. Right, okay, there, you've done it. Andy Jones <laughs> says, apologies are fine if you miss a penalty or make a major mistake in a final of a tournament. Else, there's no point in apologising. No, you know, you know don't what, bro? apologize. I'm not even into, like you know when Marcus fed England and parts of Scotland and Wales <laughs> and Northern Ireland. Do you remember when he did that? And then he missed a penalty in the Euros and, uh, and released an essay saying how sorry he was. Bro, you don't Stop have it. to. You Own don't it. have to do that. Like it happens. Do you know it's, what I mean? It's sport. It's yeah. not you, like I know everyone's walked out onto that pitch to try and win the game. Yeah. And guess what? 
our fears are going to lose it and yeah. our fears are going to win it or you might draw. Yeah. You don't need to apologise when the result doesn't go your own way. Fuck. Do you know what me. I love? So remember when David Beckham got sent off against Argentina? Yeah. He's walking through the airport to get back. There's a reporter hounding him, walking alongside him, running alongside him, saying, David, any message to the fans? Any message to the fans? He didn't say anything. You know what he does? Scores a free kicks that gets us to the next World Cup. Wins a treble for United in his next Best season. Best player in the world in the next one. Yeah. So, let your football do the, the talking when it comes to that. In one. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to go, I'm sorry, we go again. You know, I've, we, we, this has happened, but we're stronger as a team. Board off. No one cares. Uh. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Jack Francis says, do you think the exaggeration from Twitter and press adds extra pressure for United players to apologise? If Kane missed, it wouldn't even be a headline. You're quite you big got, on Twitter and, you know, in the media. What you've do you probably reckon? got a point on that, to be honest, that the the stress of... I mean, I, I shared something earlier. Yeah. I said, this is what fucking support looks like, you bunch of whiny, entitled dickheads. Yeah. Words to that effect. Basically, too many people... Uh, like, the, the video I shared... Was yeah. United's relegation party, essentially, in 1974. What the crowd singing? We'll support you evermore. Think on that, you dicks. I got, yeah, someone posted that and said, like, no, no, they didn't post that. They said, if United got relegated, would you still support them? My, your dad's the same. Mine and your dad's were there. Loved it. My dad was, I think he went to perhaps the every away game the season we were in Division 2. My nana still tells me. Yeah. The, she doesn't live there no more, but the, the grass at the back in the back of 32 is Old Trafford grass. Because... <laughs> My dad is a 14-year-old Scully, and my uncle is a 12-year-old Scully. <laughs> As United are invading the pitch, rolling up a bit of fucking turf. They took, set this home. They took shovels with them. <laughs> Droylston, innit? You can see it. It's the 70s, mate. you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> so the back garden at my nana's is Old Trafford. Well, imagine if they'd have gone, imagine if they'd have said, not bothering with this anymore. Yeah. Because we don't know we'd be, we'd, we can't, you know, unring that bell. We don't know we'd still be United fans if our dads hadn't took us when we were children. We didn't really have a choice. No, we all got that like, indoctrination. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, oh, shall I be a United fan? It's you had a United fan, deal with it, which I'm, you know, I'm grateful for. But here's your options. Yeah. You either go United or you fuck off. Yeah. That was it. And I don't have a problem with that. It's good parenting. <laughs> Excellent parenting. It's one I've adopted with my children, as is Stephen. Uh, Alexander Kogut says, process all trophies. Doesn't have to be an either or. Yeah, it's not binary, is it? It's not. A I mean, obviously, we would like trophies, but like both. It's not that easy, is it? Process. Process. Yeah. Uh, Andy Hughes says, "Still in the market for an analyst, eh?" Yeah. Uh, get in touch with me on Twitter. Yeah. What's the, what's the credentials? Anything that I need to know about? They don't need to be qualified. Like we've we've got a bit of a group for analysts at the moment. They're just sort of watching games, picking up little bits and things. Um, there's a few that are starting to stand out and really get a grip with it. This leads me to summer. What would you, how would you feel one of your players, you coach, Stratford Paddock, people don't know, go and check him out, it's Paddock FC, um, if one of your players missed a penalty and then they felt like they had to go and apologise for it. I know it's different levels. I'm not saying it's the same as Manchester United. Don't need it's to not... imagine it. As Cam's probably just said, I didn't hear what he just said then, but we don't need to imagine it because we was in a, a competition yep. um, at the Etihad in summer. I hope you I hope you left the yeah, taps we, on. That's we, what um, I used to do when I used to go to press conference there. That'll teach him. We um, um and it backed afterwards. Good the um, we missed the penalty. I like this. We we missed the penalty. We win and lose together, Jay. I like it. Go so on. we missed the penalty. Yeah. We actually missed three over the course of it, but we missed one in sudden death. Right. And then the keeper took one before the referee blew the whistle. Not that I'm bitter, but those are the fucking rules, lad. Not right. the rules. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just animals. <clears throat> um, and I think if we'd have managed to get through that, I mean, I've, have you ever seen a team play a low block in seven aside, Jay? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. 
I mean, if they had a good, they had a keeper that they, they obviously backed and they thought taking it to penalties was their best move, and they did. So fair play to them. They didn't advance any further, so they got the little cup final against us. I think if we'd have managed to get through that, we win the thing. Right. Okay. And winning the thing would have took us to Wembley. Right. Am I expecting my players to come out and say, "Oh, sorry, everyone"? No. We turned up. We had a go. Didn't happen. See you next week. Where'd you draw the line as well? Where'd you say that this is apology worthy? This isn't. You know, you can have Don't a apologise. Yeah, that's there it. That's what I'm putting. There's the line. If, if let's say, for example, Mason's on a on a one on one, and he misses, does he have to apologise for that? Do you know I'll know? give you. I'll give you a, a not. A, a, probably never going to see an example. Uh, I didn't come and play for you today because I was off my fucking nut in a VIP lounge somewhere with a load of slags, right? Right. That or might ladies. That that no slags. Right. That might deserve an apology. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I was unprofessional. Yeah. And I didn't turn up for the game. That might be apology worthy. Might be. Right. We need to have a look. That's different though, isn't it? That's not doing your job. Yeah. That's like, what that's playing an football, apology doing your job to the best of your ability is doing your job. Do you know what I mean? And you shouldn't have to apologise for it. Uh, Abinav Verma says he's been a member of the academy for six months, so thank you. Hang on, just show me that message there. Move the um, thing out of the way. Um, let me just read this before you read that. Can Oli Innes stop the hostility towards Oli Outers? We're entitled oh, to our views as well. That, that, the, the whole no, Oli, imagine being Oli the, Innes, Oli Outers thing. Imagine identifying yourself anti your own manager. Think of that a second. I, I, yeah, um, we'll get to that in a minute. Abinav Verma says, in 2019, people were like, we are miles behind City and Liverpool. Two years later, we are much closer and we want to sack the manager. The fuck is this? Um, like The, the whole Oli Inners and Oli Outers, it's a bit misleading, isn't it? Because... Oh, are you all in or are you all in? I'm a fucking person with a brain. Yeah, exactly. And like there was a time, and there's, there's evidence of this, so there's no point in denying it, where me and you backed Jose. And there's a time when we were like, this guy's lost it. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? There's the a time when I stood and said... The Liverpool game was the literal watermark. Yeah, of course it was. There's times when I said David Moyes deserves time. I didn't say that in April of the, when he got sacked. I said it in like December. I was like, give him a bit of time. And man. also, like, I'm never going to go to bat to someone to the end of the earth. I'll yeah. always be honest in my criticism. I think from the Olympiacos game in Piraeus... I was like, I don't think Moyes going to do it. That was worse. I was, at, I was at that game in the Olympiacos away, and it was genuinely the worst away I've ever seen. It was a, a European. It was just the awful game against a bang average team, and we were dreadful. Do you know what it was? It was a no-look crosses from Ashley Young. And um, oh, Poor Shinji. I still feel so, sorry for Kagawa. It was a no-look crosses Go on. from Ashley Young Go on. to nobody. Is that what pushed you over the edge of it? Fuck me. Is that, what, is that the yeah. thing? Yeah, because everyone has a point only where yeah. they go. No, just no. Yeah, and that might to be To no few. one, Jay. Yeah. Do it, do it once. All right, you tried something there. Yeah. I'll always appreciate a man trying. Yep. Hang on. Why has he done it five times? This is madness. It was madness. Um, Andrew Naker says, Bruno has carried us for 18 months. No need to apologise. 90 minute pen at home to Villa should be to make it 4-1 instead of 3-1 anyway. Don't apologise. Yeah, just don't. Just don't do it, right? Literally. Unless you've just been on an absolute stag do from hell when you should have been in the hotel the yeah. night before. That's apology worthy. If, if you've been unprofessional and it's prevented you doing your job, apologize. Unless, of course, you're Paul McGrath. Paul McGrath, no, he said this in his autobiography, so I'm not giving any credit. He used to drink like a bottle of something comfort before he went on the pitch. But the difference was he'd be well, mad at the need, match. Yeah, he also needed that. Yeah. Just to face the people who were yeah. hard to see. <laughs> he had <laughs> chronic shyness, didn't he? And he'd, he said, like, he'd be he'd come off the pitch not remembering the game and he'd be man of the match. Um, Ross Murphy says, I blame AFTV for this manager in and out. Oh, sorry, for this manager in and out rubbish. I mean, it's been going before 
Arsenal fan television, to be fair. They've popularised it with videos. They have. Um, do you know what I mean? So it, it's one of those... Well, that's the only talking point. Yeah. Um, I, I heard a line the other day, which I love. People venerate what ends well, not what goes well. People don't care about the process. They care about the result. However, the discussion isn't about the result. The discussion is about the process, which is the duopoly of watching football because the result is what matters, but the process is how you get to the result. I like that. Very poetic. Uh, Matthew Sargent, who's been an Academy member for 11 months, says, Oli in, Oli out. Pack the Twitter punditry up and support your football team. It drives me insane. Do you know what I've seen as well? This is where it goes to another level of madness, bro. Like, conspiracy theories on the, in the, on the internet. He missed that penalty on purpose. Yeah, because he wants he doesn't want to play for Oli anymore. I can't. Stay. I can't. What, what does that do I can't, like? I can't do that. I can't do it anymore. What's the status of Joe Smith, 93? Shitting his ass up by the sounds of things. He's now got a fever as well. No. <laughs> he, said, he said he's on FIFA by the sounds of it. Oh. <laughs> right. He's not on FIFA. He's not well. But he'll be back. I like the way Joe's not here for like an hour and people start panicking. Is he still alive? He's fine. He's just a bit poorly sick. Um, Andrew Naka says, love the podcast. Side note, glad, glad AJ lost. Did you watch the AJ fight? No. You're not, into, you're not into that. Yeah, particular. what was it Saturday night? Can't remember what I was doing. Um, but no, I didn't watch it. I had a sneaky suspicion who six was going to do. Who six a boxer? Yeah, he didn't look like he looked like he just started the fight by the end of it. He was just yeah, absolutely Usyk, full of beans. Who six a boxer? The only thing that I thought might have had any sort of impact on it is Joshua's massive. Yeah, big motherfucker. And I thought big sometimes man, the power can. But you know, there's weight classes for a reason. But I think cruiserweights that usually go to heavyweight do all right to be fair usually. So and who six. A beast. It looked like Joshua had lost a right load of timber, maybe trying to keep up with the speed or something. Yeah. I don't know. But um, he didn't. He didn't look at anything like what he used to do. And I think. Have you seen the um, the promo from Wilder for uh, for Fury with Fury? Yeah. Fury's, so it's like yeah. This it's got dramatic music. Yeah. There's yeah. two angles. They're zooming <laughs> in on him. They're zooming out on him. Really good production. From production point of view, liked it. And it's yeah. Wilder. Like, you know, run and hide. You, you're gonna be in fear for your life. And it's like well scripted. Probably yeah. auto cued. Yeah. It cuts the Tyson Fury goes, I'll smash your fucking face in, prick. <laughs> That's it. Cut. Done. That's it. Right, yeah. yeah. Send them Forget that. that script. Say it that way. I've done my bit. I'm going home. Honestly, if you go and check it out, what he's just said it. That, he's just got it word for word. It is like that. It's like, and what makes me laugh is Wilder's trying to act like, or like quick and brief, by doing this relatively short message, but Fury's is a lot shorter and a lot more to the point. And it's just funny. Uh, Alex Bailey, who's been a member for 11 months, says, players should only apologise when something they do brings the club into disrepute. Also, housing, I am being your Twitter defender from the idiots. That's Don't a, need you, but I appreciate you. That's a full-time job, that, to be fair. <laughs> Defending Steve on Twitter. Yeah, and don't worry, he does that stuff himself. Um, Aditya Gutem says, how do we fix the tactical nuances? I reckon McFred and AWB don't have a clue what Sancho is doing. No need to apologise. Oli has my support from IND. Sometimes it can just be a case of playing together. What did you worry the other day? Because I see some people, and even like people who are quite staunch supporters of Oligan and Soldier, in the ground as well, which is usually where you know the last, the, the last bastion, the last bastion of, of um, support goes. But I've seen a few people going, you know, this this doesn't look like a team that knows what it's doing, and it's no, it third third defeat of the season. It's not great, even if you do support. Well, it was third team. defeat in ten days. Yeah, well, that's even you know even worse. No, third, three defeats in ten days, um, black and white time. That's not good. No, 
There's no way that's good. Does that mean that every manager that has, has a, a shit run of 10 days loses the job? Oh my God, I can't wait till half of you fucks get married. Yeah. What's this for tea? My fucking lawyer <laughs> on the phone. Imagine. <laughs> yeah. Under the divorce rates up the fucking wall. Exactly. Lunatics, the lot of you. Sometimes yeah. people fuck up. Yeah. So, do you know what? Might have been Lingard against young boys. And here's the thing, you can... You can throw an excuse or a reason for every single one of those defeats. That may or may not be Oli. Yeah. But ultimately, he's the guy that carries the can for everything as a whole. Did Imagine doing that six weeks into the season when you've still got Euro hangovers, you've got new signings that are probably still living out of a hotel. Like, There's all of these little things that are going to start to settle a little bit. Look at some of the results we had at the start of last season. Tottenham absolutely buttfucked us in our home ground at the start that, of last season. That was like... Liverpool got spanked 7-2 by yeah. Villa. That was the same day, wasn't it? Didn't City get five put past them as well at the start of the season? Literally all of the big teams like, just got was, smacked yeah, around. Yeah, there was, there was some right results um, going round, and it's easy to sort of get inflammatory. And, you know, I get it. I was I left the ground. I was just annoyed. I, you know, didn't really want to chat to people. I did spoke to a few people, but I just went to go home. I was good. Um, and it's easy, you know, to, to, to go on Twitter and just say that thing or to kick off and just have, have had enough. But for me... It is concerning because you can't just ignore, like you say, three defeats in 10 days, whatever it is. But I, I think it's a bit sort of a bit too soon to go, oh, this is it. Big week, though. Villarreal and... Big month. Big month. Villarreal, uh, they've got a couple of injuries, but they are... I mean, I don't think they've lost in 15. They haven't lost in the league. I just think they've drawn, drawn, like, drawn, drawn everything, basically. Wow. I think they've got one win in, like, five draws or seven draws, something yeah. mental like that. Um, so they don't lose often. Yeah. This could be a right shit game on Wednesday. I'm worried. I think this could have nil nil because we always draw nil nil with them apart from in the Europa League final. It could be a nil nil. They've just got to draw Real Madrid. Um, Unai Emery sets up like that a lot of the time, doesn't he, against better teams than his. Um, we've got a preview coming out as well where we'll discuss that a bit more in depth. Uh, Neil Crowe says, When will Oli finally admit he's wrong about ball possession in midfield not mattering? Stop the McFred obsession and getting more experienced coaches. Where do you stand on that, Steve? Because I've seen this a bit of an argument that. It's not all it's coaches around him and that he needs better coaches. And, you know, I, my, my attitude with coaches is, I don't know. Yeah, uh, guess what? Like, have you been to training? No. Have I been to training? No, I don't think you have. I don't know No, you. I'm fucking trying to get there. I right, know, but... yeah, that's why I had, to, I had to say I don't know you. <laughs> I am uh, fucking you got your trying. fingers in so many pies. Yeah, I am trying my bollocks yeah, off to get to I training. I would be surprised if I did see you um, uh, popping up there at some point. But I, it, here's the answer, and you nailed it. Uh, we don't know. I don't believe Mike Phelan's out there sticking cones out talking people through the patterns of play. Uh, and I don't believe Ollie is. Uh, and guess what? They shouldn't be. Yeah. So Alex never did. Managers have got way more of a figurehead kind of job than... I, I actually think people think that the manager is the only guy in a football club sometimes. Yeah. And there are literally dozens of people from analysts and scouts to strength and conditioning to your individual coaches, to your development coaches, to your nutritionists. There are so many people involved in getting that machine correct yeah. and, get, and getting a tune out of it. And you've got to remember, United aren't in an isolation either. United are in a league where other people are allowed to spend money and buy players. Uh, imagine that, right? It's crazy. It's not France. So this is where it comes in like, yeah, United have, have spent a lot of money. Yeah. They've actually not spent as much as City or Chelsea have. And they're the two teams that might be better than us. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that, well, we'll explain why we just beat Villa. All right, cool. We'll explain why Klopp, who's the greatest manager the world's ever seen, just lost or drew to Brentford. Thank you. Yeah. So people don't want to admit that football's a fucking way more complex thing than they're the best team they should win every week. That's not why the Premier League's the most watched league in the world. It wouldn't be exciting. It would look like France. 
even though they don't fucking win. But that's probably a bit to do with Pochettino. Um, I don't think it would be the worst idea for, for Oli to maybe look at getting some other coaches in. Yeah. Uh, from what I can gather, Mike Fitland does a lot of admin side of mm. stuff, making sure things are, are cooking. Because the guy's got so much experience. Yeah. I mean, dripping. When you say, just explain that, Steve, when you say admin, you're not talking about <coughs> sending out mail shots and bloody making sure the stationary order's been... been no, no, with. I think probably tying up the loose ends from the analysts. Yeah. Can you imagine how much information comes into Oli on a weekly basis? Do you remember, do you remember when, it, I think it was when Jose went to Chelsea and he had like a team of analysts, didn't he? And he had like, you know, an anal a team that looked at the opposition, a team that looked at his defence, a team that looked at his conditioning, a team... And it was like, everyone's like, you need all these people. And, you know, and they won back-to-back -back titles and now everyone's like, oh, actually, yeah, maybe having like eight people who look after the most important part of the club, the yeah. team, in Someone terms just of said, what performs. Liverpool haven't spent idea. as much as they won a league. All right, cool, but they spent more than us in the night and had fuck all the show from it. What's your point? I think, yeah, Liverpool <coughs> have got a very, very strong squad. We know what's going on there. Alexander Kogut says, do you think we've had any good games this season, he says? I think the Leeds game was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, even Newcastle was very good at times. Yeah. There's been flaws. Now, part of me, you know, gets it. I think if you put three first-team players into your team, new first-team players, there's going to be an adjustment period. And, you know, Having Cristiano Ronaldo in your team versus, yeah. I don't know, any other human being in the world ever is yeah. probably some level of adjustment. Yeah. People in the comments saying Eric Ramsey just brought in. Yeah, that's he's a, a specific coach. That's a good point, Nat, because... You know, Joe did a video on this. You've been looking at this. I know you're into all this sort of stuff. Have you expected more from that? I think Am you I being can asked? see shapes. No, also, you've got to remember, I'm scoring basic, goals mate. is I go, he's a, he's a set-piece co set coach. We're going to start scoring corners. Yeah, and we haven't. You've and also got to remember, as well. even if we didn't have a specific set-piece coach previously, yeah. it's not like we just as like, um, no, no. I get, what, yeah. what are you doing at corners? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Figure it out. Yeah. Like, I doubt that. Yeah. Nah. Although, I guarantee some people watching this are going, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Which it clearly is. No, you're clearly, right. Every single team that we've had, every single coach that we've had, you see them all there with the little fucking uh, waterproof oh, thing. Oh, going remember Moyes and Round at Goodison. Yeah. Ten minutes before he got the sack. You know, let's not make subs. Let's not decide what to do tactically. Let's look at our set piece positions. So when I say about bringing in extra coaches. Yeah. Um, so Alex had Archie Knox to begin with, obviously. An old hand that he had from Aberdeen days. Go on, you can do this. Go on. What? All the way through. Oh, Brian Kidd. Oh, actually, Knox, Brian Kidd. Steve McLaren. Steve McLaren. See, here's where it gets funky because there was Carlos Queiroz. Yeah. Then it was Walter Smith for like. Good lad, good months. lad. Hey. Uh, then it was Carlos Queiroz again. Yeah. Uh, and then Rennie Mullenstein, kind of, him and Rennie kind of dovetailed a little bit. Yeah. And then it was Rennie and Mike. Yeah. Um, and, and then he bounced mm. off into the sunset. Yeah. That was it, man. Yeah. So when you look at what Fergie's had, now the assistants, that's who runs training. Yeah. So who runs training at United? Well, I presume it's going to be Mike Phelan, Kieran McKenna and Michael Carrick. But it's not Mike Phelan. So it's, it's Carrick Sorry, so you said Mike Phelan's more of the overseer of, yeah. of all the different strands of things. So yeah, Kieran McKenna and Ma uh, Michael Carrick. Now, so Kieran McKenna... Um, is Michael he the guy, he's the guy and he's always, he seems quite vocal. Is he the one that's always on the touchline? Uh, well, they, they both do a little bit, yeah. to be fair to him. Kieran McKenna was identified as one of the brightest talents in uh, coaching... He retired early from, I think it was a knee injury, um, coming through at Spurs, became Spurs under-18s manager, was identified and poached for Manchester United under-18s, where he brought through the likes of Greenwood and Gomez and Chong and people like that and won a title, uh, and then was moved into the first team. 
Right. So, um, so, you know, this is a guy that has got a great reputation. Now, has he got experience of Premier League football? No, he's not. You know, has he got experience of winning things? No, he's not. Yep. Mike Phelan has. And actually, whether or not you, you quantify it, Oli has. You know, he, he's took a Mulder into Europe. He's took Mulder to back-to-back titles. This is a team that never previously won a title as well, which is a lot harder to do than, I don't know, just take over PSG and, and come second. Like, so you've got to look at what these guys have done. Now, that's not to discount what happened at Cardiff, but I think if you give Cardiff pep, he's just taking them down quicker. Trying to play out the back with some of them players, bro, not going to happen. Yeah. Some managers are probably better suited to better or worse clubs. David Moyes, you give him a good club, arse goes. You yeah. give him a mid-table team he can overachieve with, bosh, I'm, there. Yeah, I'm yeah. your man. Doing well last time as well. You've got to get the right tool for the right job. I hate this argument of who'd hire Solskjaer if we sacked him. One, I don't fucking care. Two, loads of people. If you look at how shit managers just get job after job after job after job, loads of people would without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. Not only that, it, you know, he shows how easy he is to work with, yeah. which could be considered a flaw in some people's eyes because he doesn't publicly put any kind of pressure on the board on, whatsoever. On, on the flip side to that then, you know, you just mentioned that Oli... You know, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it is a big sort of running games coming up for Ollie. If he went, where would he go? Is there anyone out there that you'd think he should be looking over his shoulder with? Because with Van Gaal, a big reason Van Gaal went is because Jose was available. 100%. Like, me and you, that's the only time me and you've ever done a video when the news hasn't been confirmed. Yeah. Back in the devil's days. We did a video because we knew, you know, I'm not trying to be ITK, everyone knew, Jose was coming and we did our reaction to that before it being announced because we knew. We also got told. Yeah, well, all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is that element as well. But we didn't get so. But I think it was pretty obvious, wasn't it, as well, that that was going to go down. But with Ole, you know, there's this idea. Didn't think it happened as we're still outside no, yeah, Wembley. Wembley, oh, he's already gone, and Jose's already in, in the manager's chair. What? Um, but is there anyone out there where you go, that worries me that, he, you know, he's, a, he's available, he's lingering around because that could put more pressure on Ole? I don't know. No one stands out, did it? The Conte is the one that a lot of people are saying, aren't they? Yeah, and I've got, I've got no interest in Conte. Right. I've got no interest in Zidane either, to be honest. Right, okay. I think, you know, for me... Nagelsmann, I, maybe, but you know. I think him. I think as well, Tuchel has, has mixed things up. I don't make this all about Chelsea, but Tuchel obviously coming in and winning the Champions League has made everyone go, that's what happens if you change your manager. You get a Champions League. Well, yeah, not, not the case, though, is it? Otherwise? No, you know, otherwise everyone would do it and win the Champions League. That's, you know, it's, <clears> it's very rare that that happens. Um, listen, anybody... Look, Chelsea have got previous for literally doing that. Yeah. I actually exactly. didn't even achieve as much as Di Matteo did. Yeah. I think anyone who has ever watched me and Steve knows we're, you know, very supportive of all we back in. Ten Hag, Ten Hag might have a point again, but, like, ultimately, what's he achieved on the European stage? Semi-final, is it? Got beat off fucking Pochettino. Yeah, that's not a ringing endorsement. Um, and it? was in a position to actually go on and win that thing. That was a big, big loss, not just to them, but to me as well, because I think they'd be the Scousers in the final. And again, you've got to remember, and look, Graham Potter might be another Moyes in a different sense. I think he's doing a sensational job yeah. with Brighton. But the pressures at Manchester United are so Do you know what, as well? different. The thing that people you can't quantify as well, you come in and you're Graham Potter, you're telling Paul Pogba, where you want him to go, what you want to do. Pop has got to Google you. Cristiano Ronaldo, arguably the greatest player of all time, you're telling him what you want to do. Ole, whether you know you like him or not, has that respect from the players. Jesus. It's already there. I mean, if you look at Ole's like, career, Potter he's, he's got as many medals as most of the greats, if not more. 
Yeah. Now, you probably don't consider him, and that's fair. Um, you probably don't consider him one of the greatest players that's ever played the game. But his medal haul is embarrassing. He's up there, isn't he? Oh, my days. And it's not, and I, and I use this term politely, it's not Phil Neville tackle where you've just got loads of medals and some of them you've, you've earned and some of them you're just about. He's earned them. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's you know, he's been involved in those title wins. He's and been in, involved in, in those different roles. Um, you know, he's, he's wore the captain's armband for a, a period of time as well uh, due to injuries mainly. He was never officially club captain, yeah. but he's worn the armband for a significant period of time. He moved over to the right-hand side to accommodate a bit of a need that we had for someone to fill in on the right. He's been our first charge striker. He's been a backup striker. And he's got a serious goal record. Yeah, despite decent. all of that lot. yeah and uh, you know the medals are the, you know they're there aren't they there is that there is always that level of respect uh, Andrew Naker says the behind the scenes staff still count as Ollie's team I agree that we shouldn't just be Ollie out but we don't have a defined style of play you made this point didn't you with style of play it's a bit of a bugbear yours isn't it who gives a fuck yeah what because was Fergus? That's, I've heard you say that one what was Fergus two Cruyff's got um, Cruyff I mean obviously um, all roads lead back to Rotterdam they do uh, Deitch has got a style of play Louis had a style of play Fucking, I'll tell you what, Louis' style of play was to ball, ball everyone in the stadium to death got a style and then score a goal, hopefully. Daniel Fark's got a style of play. Like, wh what points do you get for your style of play? What's Zidane's style of play that people are absolutely pulling the pud for? Don't know, give it Ronaldo. <laughs> or Bale. Or Bale, yeah. Like, but let, let, let one of the best players in the world that you've got score you the winning goal. Go and watch Manchester United against Newcastle last season, I think. Um... We scored, I think it was one might have put one in the top bins. And I think there's seven or eight one-touch passes. Yeah. Fluid, aggressive, one-touch, free-flowing, attacking football. That, I think, is what Ollie's trying to achieve at United. And I say trying. Like, ultimately, it's not there. It's not perfect. Yeah. Um, I think you get Rashford back in the team, you see a bit of an uplift in performance. Uh, I think you put Sancho back over on the right-hand side. I'm not, a, I'm not really a fan of... Um, this is the one thing that does worry me. Um, when I see Pogba sort of holding that left wing spot a little bit, or left forward spot, because it tells me that he doesn't really have a plan for where he's going to play once Rashford comes back, unless Rashford's going to play on the right, and I don't like that. The one thing I don't like about Pogba on the left wing as a left wing or in, uh, inside left forward, whatever you want to call it, is his passing is exquisite. He picks out a ball. He can, you know, we've seen that with seven assists and all that. But in and around the box with his shooting, People don't like to talk about this, but it's just not great. It isn't. Do you know what I mean? That's not what he's about, Paul Pogba. I know he scores. He's scorer of some great goals from outside the area and stuff, but he's not one who, who gets many goals. Do you know what I mean? That's not his forte, and I think you need to be better at that to play in that position. Fergie's teams, at the very least, had a great understanding between the wide players, says Miles. That's not style. Um, Anthony Joe. Joseph, uh, Maguire was sub, Tomney was sub, they were crucial defending set pieces, conceding of a set piece was no surprise, but unlike last, last season, I feel more confident at set pieces now. Just quickly, what do you make of Oli criticising refs and decisions and digging out Klopp? Does that worry you? Are you, are you for it? Because he's, he's last couple of weeks, he's cranked it up a little bit, hasn't he? No, like I always say, don't listen to anything people say in press conferences. There's no truth, there's no, they're just nonsense. They're filler. Then he's not going out there and going like, oh, this is a really important part of my job. Let me get this message out correctly. It's bollocks. Who's he talking to at the end of the day? Yeah. Like, people go, I wish he'd tell us more about what his style of play is or something like that. No, because that's literally giving the game plan away to the opposition. You dick. Like, I've seen some people go, why is he not telling us what he plans to do with 
this formation or that formation or this player or that player. Because if he comes out and goes, oh, mate, he's wank, right? Well, now you've got a player who's got the ump. Now you've got mm. an agent who's got the ump. Yeah. Now you've got a, a club who might come in and buy him and go, you said he's wank. Let's yeah. just have him. I'll take him off you for free. Like, I don't know what people expect from press conferences. Some of it that he comes out with is absolutely undefensible wibble. <laughs> and others, you just go, well, he's, he's saying nothing. <laughs> Have you seen that? It's an LFL guy. I can't remember who it is. He just comes here and he goes, uh, they ask him a question. He goes, I'm just here so I don't get fined. That's pretty fair. Do you know what? As well, people, I don't want to keep going back to Fergie, but he's the greatest manager of all time. So it's only worth saying. Um, That's got to be taking a piss. What's that? All oh, right, yeah, Lord Voldemort. I think that is. Um, just quickly, Sam, Emmanuel Anua says, fans are not dummies. Anyone can see we play like Newcastle, but with better players. Even though he said he doesn't coach the boys. Even Gary Neville said it. Um, I don't know about that one. Uh, Alexander, oh, I know Gary Neville did have a bit of a... If it's a dig, you can call it that. I don't really think it was. It's mild criticism. Alexander Kugout says, Gary N says we don't play as a team. Thoughts? He was sort of looking at it when he's saying there wasn't... A, I don't know the exact quotes, but yeah... He sees an identity with some teams. He's not seeing that with Manchester United. Are you worried? Just quickly, we'll move on from this. About these run of games. And, you know, you look at Villa, Villarreal. We need to get off the ground in the Champions League. Everton at home. We win every game, pretty much. And then Leicester away, Atlanta at home. The Scouts is on the 26th, I think he's Or 24th of October, sorry. 24th or 26th, I forget. The, it doesn't matter. October. Could be a big one, that. Because if the things next, are coming... The and, next you know, four or five weeks well, are minging. Yep. I agree. Um, they're absolutely minging. And you hope that we, we click in this time, otherwise it's going to be rough. It's going to be proper rough, and it's not going to be an enjoyable period of time for us. Um, I don't know the answer, is ultimately. like, Are we going to get through this and, and start picking up some wins? I hope so. The last 10 days doesn't give you a lot of confidence that you're going to do that. In your heart of hearts, you're still confident that Ollie's going to carry us to success? I think so. Yeah. I think the progress that he's made so far has been great. I think there's probably been some teething problems bringing Ronaldo in. There's probably been an over-reliance on Ronaldo, which I get, it's Ronaldo. Yeah. You kind of just go, well, we'll just fucking figure it out. You know, I'm, I'm not seeing people calling Tuchel fucking clueless yeah. because he fixed up his whole system and, and didn't have a single shot at home against City. Yo, this was this was his biggest test. This was his chance to stamp a bit of authority on the... Yo, it's him and City are going toe-to-toe for the title... He changes his whole formation to fit fucking Werner in there, who's been dog poo, right? And his team ends up not even having a single shot on target at home. Do you know what? It annoyed me to say one, but I thought it was hilarious that it's like Guardiola realised what he should have done in the Champions League final as well. Like, Bingo. Uh, if I have a holding midfielder here that lets De Bruyne and Silver and those players not have to worry about defending and just get forward and we can keep hold of the ball a bit, we'll be successful. Yeah, see, people, um, two won the Champions League. Does that mean he just gets to fucking lose now? Was, uh, the, two, was the Champions League not his biggest test that's his biggest success and obviously it was sensational that he's won it talking about this fucking Uh, season stop talking about the past you fuckers like literally this weekend he's just fucked it with his decisions why doesn't he get crucified or whatever all right just playing devil's advocate though would there not be a case of all right he's lost to city you're arguably gonna win at home jay you can't lose your home games but villa mid-table those are the games that you should be yeah and ollie's getting ruined for it all i'm saying is like, show a bit of consistency right, here, man. Fair enough. Like, it, that's... Losing at home to Villa's bad. Yeah. Losing at home to a rival in a title race, that's really bad. Yeah. No, and it's and that's not... I'm not... For anyone that's like, Steve's just excused, like... No, no, that's not what I'm saying. It's bad, and we shouldn't have lost to them. But I'm seeing literally, literally nothing. I mean, Jesus, you can't go on Twitter for just wibble at the moment. 
about United, United and all it. I think with United is though, it's, it's not, always the, not one the person has questioned did Tuchel do the right thing? Not one. And here's another one as well. I've seen Arsenal. Arsenal are just, they look like that scene from South Park when King what's it, jizzes all over himself. That's Arsenal fans this weekend. Yeah. They're level on points with Spurs. That's and one of them's flying and one of them's oh, always... Do you know what? I knew that happened though. You know when it was all going like, oh, it's all going wrong for Arteta. And you looked at it and you thought, he's got Norwich, he's got Burnley, and then he's got Spurs. And the North London derby, it's like the Merseyside derby. If you're struggling, if you're an Arsenal manager or a Liverpool manager, what you want is the derby coming yeah, up because that. it always gives you that little boost. You remember what it was like? Um, Benitez was under pressure. That The Merseyside derby comes up. Guaranteed win, and it works. Uh, Man United United says, to be honest, there is only one thing wrong with the current team, that is McFred. Every other position is, is quality, apart from midfield. Um, give us your Wally of the Week, our oh, kid. Um, Dermot Gallagher trying to explain how um, holding on to, so uh, to De Gea is not interfering with play. Oh, yeah, so, that's, uh, do you know what? Ex-referees ex who weren't that good commenting on the current referees and then trying to explain things without actually saying anything. It's, don't get me started. Who's the other one? Peter Wallen does my... You know, These comments here, people going, oh, the difference is he's won a Champions League, right? So where's the expectation? He's now a, managing a team that's one of the favourites, yeah. quite rightly so, one of the favourites for the title this season and has just been schooled at home without even a shot on target. Are you understanding what I'm saying here? I'm not saying absolve Ollie of anything, I'm literally saying, yo, where's the noise? Where, where's any question mark? I do, I mean, I do worry. I do. I think you look at it, you've mentioned it, the, the, the defeats and the fact that we've got some tough games coming up. And also as well, you know, some of the comments when I see Ollie talking about the referees and all that stuff, I'm like, it does feel like at the minute it's not happy camp overall when you look at it all. And, uh, you know, you know these owners, I've got no faith in them as well to do the right thing because the libels whatever the bad decision is they'll make it so it is a little bit concerning but the opportunity is there on Wednesday to turn things around so yeah I'm, I'm not too concerned yet but ask me on Wednesday uh, Wednesday evening uh, big thanks to Surfshark as well go and check them out Paddock is the code you get 83% off which is crazy uh, three months for free I think it is and the 30 day money back guarantee terms and conditions apply uh, I didn't do my Wally of the Week I don't know who my Wally of the Week is I won't make it political, but it's Keir Starmer. Um, so, you know where to find him. What have you got lined up Any, for us? How about anyone who just went and bought petrol like a madman? Oh, yeah. Thing? What's all that about? Filling up your jerry cans. <sighs> Get a grip. Um, what have you got lined up with Mr. Rio Fernand? Have you done anything lately? Pod coming out like now, I guess. What are you talking about? Um, I asked him about what we did on the brew last week and we was talking about, did we peak at Roma? He's such a... You're such a knobhead. You are. I hate this. Can't even argue with you now about anything. Because you're going to run into Rio and get oh, well, Rio said. Because I said, just a bit of context, that you said we peaked at Roma, didn't you? Yeah, I thought the one-touch play yeah. in that was unbelievable. James. I disagree. I, I agree slightly. I thought Michael Carey that season was better than he's ever been. And people won't agree with that. But I thought next season with Ronnie, with Tevez, with everything, that Owen agrees, I thought that was our the best I've ever seen. But you spoke to a guy that kind of knows a bit about that team because he was fucking in it. And he agreed with you, didn't he? Yeah, he sort of... I've watched the video, you'll see what he sort of said. Like, we got back in the change room afterwards and normally you, you know, take your kit off, start throwing it in the middle and sort of exhale. And he goes, in that moment, we all kind of was like, wow. 
<laughs> How mad's that? Like them them Ronaldo gigs, skulls. It's called I don't think it's called sliding that game, did it? Actually. I can't remember. Um and just getting in the dressing room and going, fuck. Isn't it mad that Alan Smith is part it was of the, the pinnacle scene, of the that peak? Yeah. Yeah, he was peak. the tip of the spear for that night. <laughs> he was fucking sensational people. as well. Hey, he was there. You know what I mean? He, he was. was absolutely mega in that game too. Yeah, I I, I genuinely like, like I said last week, I thought obviously we went and won the double the year after, yeah. Champions of Europe. I just thought in terms of United's play, that Roma game, we were just an absolute force of nature. You could have just took Roma out. That was my thing, yeah, because I was a bit like, you've got to look at the opposition, and they're all right, but they're not good, but it was a good Roma team, and you were naming some of the players. Yeah, there's no put anyone in front and of And the weird thing is, you said this, you know, they going into that game, there was a bit like, hmm, don't know about this one, you know. Uh, this is going to be a could be, could be in trouble there, and we absolutely smash a rune in it. So you're going to be talking to Real Fern. Now go and check that out. Make sure you're checking out Surfshark using the code Paddock. Check out as well Paddock Merch, paddockmerch.com. It's easy enough to remember. I've got all the merch there. Um, and we'll be back on Wednesday for the watch along. Stop apologising for football games, you fucking knobs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Don't need to do that. Don't need to say sorry. Yeah. Better than that. Um, so go and check that out as well. Go and check out the preview. They'll be up tomorrow. Um, don't forget as well to subscribe. We've got over 600,000 subscribers, Steve. I want 700,000 by the end of the season. Is it doable? No, what I'm tomorrow morning or you could all fuck off. Right, that's fair enough. That's for Steve Nelson's Jay Moore. This has been Ballot Podcast. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.